welcome, welcome back to Bright Black with Tiro, where we shed light and grow. Our discussion in this episode is dedicated to new and curious fortune tellers. Click on the links below for related journals, helpful videos, and articles. As always, you turn the wheel of fortune in your own life, so you're going to let your own intuition be the foremost leading guide. Let's begin. We continue our discussion about symbolism and fortune telling and with today's discussion about armor. Most people, when they see armor, they're going to be thinking protection. Our discussion today goes a little bit further. So if you have the journals with the keyword chart and you have moved on with us to armor, you're going to be perhaps taking additional notes or getting further ideas. And you are certainly welcome to give feedback on your interaction when you see armor. What is some of the things that comes to mind when you see armor. Armor in itself is a form of protection that reflects three things. For the most part, it has this underlying current of three things. One is preparedness. The other is action in the face of fear, which is otherwise known as courage. And lastly, fairness. And we're going to get into why that is so. What is armor? What is it in and of itself? Generally speaking, armor is a barrier and a barrier that is placed there on purpose between its opposites. And so when these opposites are in conflict, whether it's an internal conflict or an external conflict, armor is placed there on purpose so as to resist domination by one side. Does that make sense? So you have two opposing sides, two opposite sides, and these sides are in some sort of conflict, and this is where the barrier enters in so that one side doesn't take over the other side. So within this situation of placing that barrier there, we are in effect acknowledging that something is all at once valuable, vulnerable, and ours, belonging to us. So when we think about something that is valuable, we're thinking about something that has worth. If it's a physical armor, then we are acknowledging that our body has worth. If it's some sort of mental armor or spiritual armor, as it were, if you've heard of this, then you'll know that you are protecting your spirit or protecting your mind because you feel that something about it or you recognize or acknowledge that something about your spirit, something about your mind Whatever it is that you're using armor for has value, has worth. It can be you feeling like you've got to put on an armor to protect a relationship. Why do you put that in place? Because you feel that the relationship has worth, that it is valuable. The next thing is that you also, at the same time, also are acknowledging that it is vulnerable. That something can be taken if you're not prepared, that it is in a position and exposed in some manner, and it can be easily taken from you, that something that has worth can be taken. And so even when we're talking about uh, physical armor, our bodies we feel have worth, we feel that it is precious and priceless, but we also recognize that it can be taken at any time, that our lives can be taken in this life at any time. And so we are putting that barrier there uh, because we acknowledge that we are vulnerable, that our bodies and our life in this life is vulnerable. 
okay? And that we need to do what we have to do in order to protect it. We have to take steps to be prepared to stave off and push back so that something that is vulnerable is not taken. The same thing with our spiritual armor, our spiritual mind, or um, our mental capacity, whatever it is that we use, even symbolic armor. You are acknowledging that even our spirit is vulnerable and that our minds can be vulnerable. Our emotions are vulnerable. Even our relationships with other people are vulnerable. We put that armor there as a sense of preparedness so that something isn't taken. Our emotions aren't taken advantage of in some way. And that's why some people feel like in relationships and readings and whatnot, or you know, when we're doing development readings, we're getting a sense of armor of, of being closed off, that we're putting a barrier there or some form of resistance there because we feel that something can eat, is vulnerable and that if we're not prepared, it can be taken, right? Or it could be taken advantage of. So armor is there for, you know, for more than just one thing. And lastly, lastly, this comes to us acknowledging that something is ours, that something belongs to us, that something is within our possession. And, and gosh darn it, it's not fair for us to be, for us when we feel like someone is trying to take it, when we someone is trying to take what we have or try to dominate us or rule us in some fashion. You know, this, this feeling of conflict is there because we feel like we're trying to resist being dominated by another side right? And so we are acknowledging that something is ours, something is within our possession, something is belonging to us. When it is an external physical armor that we're putting there, it is this, it, there's somehow a conflict that says, no, this is mine. This is, has worth and value to me. You cannot take this. And, and it, it's vulnerable, but it's still mine. And I'm going to do what I have to do to stave off being, having it being taken because it belongs to me and it's not fair to be dominated by another individual or another country or another whatever it is. And metaphorically speaking, it's the same way when we're talking about our spiritual side, we could be at odds between opposites, what we think and how we feel, right? Because how we think is one way and how we feel is another way. But both sides feel very strongly that what they're going through, what you think or what you feel has worth, has value, right? You also feel that it's vulnerable, that the emotional side can dominate the practical, rational side and vice versa. The, the practical side, that rational side can overrule that emotional side. And sometimes we just are at odds with those two things and we don't want to, to be taken over in one arena or another. And so we can have internal conflict. We can have conflict in our relationships with other people because of this as well. And so we're feeling like the way that we think, the way that we want the relationship to be is in our possession, that we want it our way, that at the our zone, the my zone, the me zone, 
right? Our possession, where it's within our reach, it belongs to us. It's not fair to have someone else come in with their thoughts, with their feelings, with their way, and try to control what we feel belongs, you know, to us that we have rights over. Okay, it's it, it's that way even in our relationships, whether it be familial, romantic, business partnerships, those things come into place where we feel like we have to arm ourselves in some fashion because of those three things: that sense of worth, that feeling that something has value, value, that sense that something is vulnerable, and that's something that we have rights to. We feel like we're justified in putting this armor on so that we can resist, so that we can block on purpose, right? Being dominated in some fashion by another, okay? And so we move on to this is why we reinforce this barrier, this armor. We move on to why armor looks the way it does, okay? Why does it look? Why do you think armor looks the way it does, right? This is why we don't arm ourselves with just words, <laughs> okay? That's why we don't arm ourselves with just words. We reinforce uh, this barrier or this armor and we make it strong so that it can visually ward off the enemy. It acts as a symbol of courage and preparedness. We want them to see that we're ready, right? And that at any time we're ready to face off and take action in the face of fear because that's what courage is, right? Courage is action in the face of fear. It doesn't mean that you don't fear. To the contrary, it's saying you do fear. You do have a sense of apprehension, a sense of anxiety, dare say panic, okay? And if you take a look at the real, you know, real history behind the words that we use in our language, you'll know that for war or warrior, it, it goes back to this mythological story of, uh, you know, giving birth to mythical gods such as panic and fear, right? And, and it was us kind of taking action and, and feeling like, you know, we didn't want to give birth to these things. So we did what we had to do. When these things come at us, we're prepared. When these two supposed mythological gods come at us, we're going to take action even though they are present. But, you know, that's a story for another time. I would love to get into some mythological stories and, and how we derive the thinking that we do today. It's so very interesting. So you might want to stay tuned for that. But yes, so here we are. We do what we need to do to visually show that we're ready. We're ready to act. Okay. Don't come at me because I'm ready to act. Okay. I might have fear, and yes, me putting on this armor acknowledges that there's fear, but it also acknowledges that I'm willing to take action and that I'm prepared, I'm ready, okay? Then you have that armor is there to keep the external elements from causing harm or eroding what's valuable. So here, again, we're saying something has worth, something has value, but we also know that it is vulnerable and that it can be taken, but it can be taken from the, uh, by slowly. It doesn't have to be taken all at once, that it can be eroded in a slow method. Okay, and that harm can be done to it, damage can be done to it, and in, in in, even in the sense that we'll still be in possession of it, but it won't have the same value that it did before because now we've allowed the external forces to have its way with it, and now it's not as uh, valuable or as strong as it used to be. 
And lastly, we put the armor there and we reinforce our armor because this way we are strong enough, the armor is strong enough to be used as a weapon when we take action to fight. So if we have nothing else, if we don't have a weapon in hand, if we don't have one form of weaponry, we have our armor and we can take that and push back right? It's strong enough on the exterior that we can push back. And so it's that way, even in a spiritual sense, we do what we need to do to be prepared, to be able to push back so that if we're not able to resist in one form, we are definitely able to resist in another. And so therein is, you know, what comes to mind when you see armor. There are so, so many things that come to mind for me that it's not just about protection. It's about why we're protecting, right? What is the this armor doing? How is this armor in place? What is it trying to tell you when you see someone in armor? It's telling you that someone feels that they're in a vulnerable situation, but they also feel that what they're, what they're protecting has value. And it also says that they fear something, does it not? But they also feel that they are in possession of something, that something belongs to them and that they don't want to hand it over, that they don't want to be dominated. There is also this sense of being closed off, meaning that, you know, there is no meeting of the minds, that we haven't yet come to an agreement or a negotiation to perhaps find a way to reconcile these two sides because we constantly keep the armor in place. And that even when there is conflict and you have the armor on, you still have to try to negotiate and, and be open to some form of negotiation so that if one side is dominating, you can kind of bring balance and bring peace, you know, even internally, you know, in a spiritual sense, if it is needed. Now that's it for now. I am so glad that you were able to join me. Thank you for joining me here at Bright Black with Tarot, where we shed light and grow. Now be sure to click on those links below. There are journals, tips, and tools for the new and curious. Now, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you know what to do. You're going to leave a comment below, or you're going to email me at brightblackwood at gmail.com, or you're going to go to brightblackwood.com, and you'll either book a reading there. There's also, uh, just for fortune tellers, you can do a reading for yourself, and if you want a second eye, there is a link to something called a fortune teller's consultation, and so you can book a session there. There are also blogs and videos, like how-to videos for those who are new. And uh, yeah, until next time, take care.